0: Welcome back to Couch Conversations with myself, Rani. It's been a few months since I've done my last episode, and I'm sorry that I haven't been able to um, record anything. There's been a lot of stuff happening in my life. I'm in a season of transition. Um, and by that I'm transitioning from one phase of my life into another Um, and so in this episode I hope I can download some of this wisdom and encouragement that I've had over the last few months and wherever you are in your season whoever you are and whatever you're doing I hope that it helps you So it's been a really interesting time over the last few months. Um, I'm not going to go into every single detail because I'm still working things out, but I'm just going to give you an overview of where I've been um, and what I've been doing for the last few months. In June 2020, I really felt a sense that God was going to call me out to do something, Um, that there was a purpose and calling on my life and I needed to know what that was. And at that time, I didn't really know what I was gonna be doing. I just had a sense that this would be be happening. And so for the last 14 months, obviously we've been in a pandemic. Um, We were kind of back and forth a little bit in 2021. So nobody really knew what was going on. Um, In February 2021, I was having a lot of dreams. Um, and I really felt the Holy Spirit was prompting me to go on a healing journey and I was having so many different dreams, soul dreams, so for those of you that are dreamers, soul dreams are you know what your soul is showing you Um, but actually the Holy Spirit works through that to show you what needs to be healed and um, there are different types of dreams, I'm not going to go into all of that now but normally really bright coloured dreams are from God any kind of muted kind of colours tend to be soul dreams, and then black and white tend to be generally from, um, you know, not very nice source. And so here we are. I'm in February 2021 at the time, um, having all these dreams, and I started a healing journey. Initially, it was just one person from the prayer team at church just praying with me, um, and then she invited her mentor onto this, onto this, um, these calls. So every week um for about nine months I was having prayer apart from when they were on holiday um or I couldn't make it um and the healing journey was really just really deep and it's it's something I find interesting because a lot of the world talks about healing and healing ourselves and whilst I believe there's some truth in that I don't believe you can do it without God because he is the healer so Holy Spirit was coming into this place and this space And revealing the things I needed healing from. And the Holy Spirit was taking me on a journey. You know, I was being convicted. I was being um, transformed and restored and redeemed. And and healed on on this journey. I was, you know, I was having to face myself in the mirror. And whilst all of it wasn't about, you know, me being a bad person or me doing this, me doing that. It was more about healing from the traumas and the pain and the experiences that I'd gone through. And so I've been on this journey and as I'm processing this journey, I in November twenty twenty one, I knew that the time was coming. And so I prayed and said, Lord, you know, when is when is the time? And he gave me a date for the first quarter of um this year, twenty twenty two. And I went, Okay, what do you want me to do? And I was having these dreams and you know, and so I spoke to my boss who's a Christian, and I said, Look, I said, I really feel like God's going to call me out soon. Um, so I just want you to know that I'm going to resign um, after almost five years in my role. And he said, that's fine. He goes, just, you know, sleep on it, think on it, think on it pray on it over Christmas and let me know. Um, and again, I was hesitant. So when the new year came, I went on holiday with my aunt and family, went to Dubai and I'm walking on the beach. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going home tomorrow. <laughs> and i really need to know whether i'm making the right decision he said trust me i've got you and so i came back i resigned from my job um and i'm going to add it's a it's a well paid job um and i'm in this season of transition i still don't have any real clarity as to what i'm supposed to be doing next but what i do know is that i can trust god i can trust what he is doing and it's not been easy I would be lying if I said it was easy. It has been a real tough season and journey of not knowing, Lord, where's the provision going to come from? I've got a mortgage. Do I sell my place? What do I do? And so I um I began this this real deep um the dark night of the soul journey where I've been walking not knowing. It's literally walking by faith and not by sight, not knowing what the next stage is. Um, And I finished my job in about three weeks time and I'm continuing some work with with my workplace and they've been amazing. This company is incredible. Um, I don't know anywhere that I've worked anyway where the HR director would help you with your CV and help you get the next job. And so I'm patiently just... You know waiting and walking in this place where I cannot see ahead, but um, there are some things I've learned along the way, and I want to share them with you. The first thing God reminded me of in the recent weeks, and remembering what God has already done for me, I've been in this season before. But in a different way, um, 2015, I really felt the Lord was calling me out to leave my job. And I said, but Lord, I've got rent to pay. Da, da, da. And I was only a baby Christian then. I was only a couple of years. And if that and um, I said, OK, and my landlady said, don't worry about rent. Just do what you need to do. I asked, like Thomas in the Bible, I was asking for signs and wonders and I kept getting rainbows every day. And I said, OK, you know, it's the right thing to do. And I went on this amazing experience for two years of being self-employed, you know, flying off to um, Tanzania, going to Uganda to do mission work, um, going off to Belgium and just, you know, doing stuff. But it wasn't always easy because I was moving from pillar to post. But he had me because he had people in my path from church who were taking care of me. So he's reminding me. But I said, Lord, this time round, now I'm a mature Christian what are you asking of me? Because I can't see signs and wonders and I don't want to ask just for signs and wonders because, you know, I have faith that you've called me out and I've heard you right and I know that you're going to do something. But I can't see what it is. And so it's been such a difficult journey. It's been difficult, um, I would say, in the sense of, you know, uh, there've been lots of crying, lots of, Lord, what, is, what am I supposed to be doing? And I just feel that at times He's silent. And I know he's not, because he speaks to me. But I also believe there's a time for a revelation. So he was telling me to remember, not remember just what he's already done, but to trust in what he's doing, to trust that God is a God of hope. And it's been hard. I'm not going to you know, tell you it's been all roses and um, amazing. It hasn't. It's been difficult um, to trust. Um, I've lacked hope at times. Um, I would say I'm still kind of in that season of in not seeing what's ahead and having hope um at times I've lacked faith at times I've wanted to give up my faith altogether um now some of you may say "Well, if you're thinking that way you'll probably not really steady on your in your faith but I am when you're in a battle when you're in a season you know when you're just about to do um something for God you're always going to have those moments I think when you come up against something and you kind of go is it really worth it And that's why God was saying, remember what Jesus did on the cross, because he died on the cross so that we could have freedom, so that we could live in abundance of his love and his grace and his mercy, that we could have a relationship with him. So he was reminding me, remember. And as I've been journeying on this this journey for almost two years now, um, there's been lots of just I would I call it dancing on the rock because it's being like a little kid where you kind of don't know what's going on you want to kind of throw a tantrum but you're not quite throwing a tantrum you're just kind of dancing because if you stand still you kind of feel agitated so there's been a real wrestling in my spirit there's been a real um you know battle and a real challenge um working out you know what are my desires versus what are God's desires and trying to die to my desires so I can allow God's desires to take place in my heart and in my um in my spirit and but also in the natural. So it's remembering what Jesus did on the cross. It's remembering what he's done for me already. And so it's and it's trusting him. It's trusting that um when we have those seasons when we can't see ahead, look and look back and say, okay, what has God already done for me? For failing all of that, the most important part is remember what Jesus did on the cross. And for those of you, um, you know, I always try and keep a mixed audience here. Um, for those of you who don't know Jesus and who aren't followers of God in any way, um, you know, there is something beautiful about being in partnership with the creator of the universe, about being, um, you know, in a place where you can encounter this amazing creator who who created you, who knows, the in, who knows us inside out. Um, and I guess that's for everybody, you know, God created all of us, regardless of whether we believe or not. The second thing that God has been showing me is perseverance in this season. As you're being pruned, as I've been pruned in this season, you know, it's hard. It's letting go of things that you don't want to let go of sometimes, but all for his glory, all for, um, knowing and wanting to understand what he is doing, um, you have to be pruned of the old in order to grow in the next season. And so if, you, if, you, if you're a gardener, like I am, sometimes, not all the time, it's pruning back sometimes our friendships. Sometimes it's pruning back our time that we're spending with people or on things that we shouldn't be. It's pruning back on those old habits and attitudes um, so that you can walk in the freedom of who you're supposed to be, being your authentic self. Um, And so perseverance requires us to keep moving in his presence. Perseverance requires us to keep going even when we can't see ahead. Perseverance requires us to, um, I guess, be hurt or open in in our wounds for a little while so that we can walk healed in his presence. That those wounds, you know, the scars may be there, but the wounds are healed. You know, Jesus had been nailed to the cross he still had the scars but he was healed does that make sense I hope it does in the sense that he never got rid of the marks when he shows Thomas and Thomas says I want signs and wonders he says look at the holes kind of basically my hands look at the marks but he wasn't in any pain and that's the difference with healing is when you are healed you may have the scars but you're not in pain anymore and I think we under undervalue um, a really important fact that you never realise how much someone or something impacts you until you've healed from it. Um, and I've had to persevere with my healing. It's not been easy and at times I'm like, I can't go back and I can't go forward because I'm stuck. I just feel really... I don't know if I can do this anymore I don't know if I can keep digging deeper and digging deeper and digging deeper because it's painful sometimes and even today I was reminded of someone in my life um, only a few years ago who I was friends with and God has wanted me to be open and honest with him and just say how I really felt and what I didn't realise at the time, and I still kind of think question this, I was like, did I? That I was in love with this guy. Um, maybe I didn't really re- recognise it or realise in that way. Um, but also that I really missed him and that I really missed his voice. And the thing is, God will take you to that place because he wants all of your heart. He doesn't want just a part of your heart or two-thirds of your heart. He wants every single part of it. And he is a jealous God in a good way not a jealous god that is obsessive that wants to destroy your life but he's a jealous god he's jealous for our for our heart for our love because he wants all of it and not because he's someone who wants to have um power and possession over you in a in a negative sense but because he wants to he wants to walk with you in a place of abundance and freedom and so even even now almost 2 years on i was like crying and i was like oh lord okay do you know what? Let's just be honest. because And the thing is, I haven't felt like I missed this person. I haven't felt like I, you know, wanted to talk to them, etc. But I cared about them deeply. And so it's really important, you know, just being, I'm just being transparent and vulnerable here because, you know, it's what God asks of me is to be vulnerable. So sometimes it's not that we need that person in our lives or we need that something in our lives. Sometimes it's just that we need to heal from it to be able to really move forward and it's not to say you haven't moved on with your life or you've been sitting there bawling your eyes out every day because I haven't it's just that sometimes when you haven't dealt with something you've just pushed it away and pushed it down it will resurface at some point and so that's why it's important that we don't we don't necessarily realize the impact people have in our lives and I guess often when you're grieving someone and whatever what capacity that is you holding on to something that was beautiful, that sometimes holding on to actually what was the facts, what was what was really happening in that in that scenario. Um, and so perseverance in your healing is really important because your ministry or whatever you're you know, building um, won't be able to stand if you've got too much stuff going on that you haven't healed from. It impacts your relationships, it impacts your attitude, it impacts your temper, it impacts your ability to think clearly sometimes. But when you're healing, and as you're healing, as you become healed in different parts of your life, you know, it's not a kind of done, done and dusted deal. There may be something else that happens in your life later and you kind of go, oof, not again. But The difference will be that you'll have a better hold over it because you've been able to heal with the Holy Spirit you know that's what god does and the third thing that's really important in this season of transition is community desperate i've been so desperate for just real deep foundational prayerful friendships people that can walk through me in this journey because i need encouragement i need people who are going to laugh with me i need people who are going to bring me joy um or remind me of joy, not bring me joy, but remind me of joy, um, in that place of what feels like you lack it, you know, you need people who can, who know your strengths and your abilities and what God's put inside of you, um, to be able to walk out into a place and keep walking and keep persevering, You can't just persevere on your own. You have to persevere with God. You have to persevere with encouragement of people around you. So community is so important. You need prayer partners. You need people who can pray with you, who you can cry with, who you can sob with. Because trust me, I've done it all. Um, In the last 14 months particularly, um, there have been times when I've been numb. And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit has completely flushed out like a fountain. I'm not even kidding. Just this overwhelming sense of um, tears and just you know, release. And so community is important, you know, spiritual directors, spiritual mentors. I have, you know, a spiritual director. I have another, in fact, I have two spiritual mentors and a spiritual director. Um, Because your spiritual walk is so important. If you're not looking after your spirit, you're opening the door to anything, you know. And some of us get so focused on the goal and, you know, I want to have this fantastic you know, house or car or career, but really none of that's going to stand unless you've got the core sorted. And the core is your relationship with God. Because ultimately, whilst it's all well and good what we do, the first and the greatest commandment and commission is to love God. To love yourself and love your neighbour as you love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you're going to love from a place that is possibly broken and hurt and unhealed, and so you create those kind of relationships. What we need is community. That when one person is suffering, it says very clearly in the Bible: when one person is suffering, everybody gets on board and goes, "Right, let's help that one. Let's help that one part of the body." Um, and so it's important that you have community. You have good, deep friendships. Not just ones that are, you know, let's go out and let's have a great time. Ones that can sit with you in that dark place. Ones that can pray with you when you're going through a dark season. Or an an unknown season, you know. For me it's an unknown season of what's going on. The Lord knows. I ain't got a clue. But I'm going to keep walking with him. Because I know that he's got a plan. And he's given me community and the more I've been sensing and seeing I recognise that God's given me some really good friendships to walk me through this season. You know, to pray with me, and when I'm sitting there saying, I don't know what I'm doing, I feel hopeless, I don't know if I believe. You know, there's been moments when I've said, I don't know if I believe that Jesus died for me personally. I know he died on the cross, but did he die for me personally? And So that's been a real interesting journey because I don't know about you, but the language we use is so important. You know, when we say, Lord, we... but What about, Lord, I pray? Lord, thank you for what you did for me on the cross. Lord, thank you for the healing that you've given to me personally. It's a personal relationship. And so these challenges, these doubts, everything is part of the process. It doesn't make you faithless. It doesn't make you hopeless. And it doesn't make you, um, you know unauthentic or a bad person I think what God loves is to say look Lord I'm struggling help me with my unbelief Lord help me show me hope again Lord remind me of hope again remind me of your joy again Lord remind me that you have got me in the palm of your hands and trust me he will and so I don't know who this message is for I don't even I've got three bullet points in front of me but I don't do scripted podcasts so that may land me in trouble but read your bibles First and foremost read your, read your Bibles if you're a Christian, and even if you're not, you might want to read it and you know get some truth out of the bible and, and learn what God, what God speaks but um you know read your bible you know know your know your scripture inside out i'm just sharing my experience of what god's been doing um and the one thing I'm learning is become I'm becoming more and more authentic in who I am as a person, I know my flaws, but I also know my strengths and who God's created me to be. The most important part i'm going to say to you is it's more about knowing God. The more time I've spent in the Holy Spirit, the more revelation I've had, the more peace I've had, um, the more intimacy I've had with God. And ultimately, that's what our relationship is all about. Being a follower of Jesus is about intimacy with God. Because when you are intimate with Him, you pour out from a place of intimacy with Him. And you encourage people because you know what God would want for that person you know God's heart. And so if you know God's heart, you operate from that place. And, you know, soulish desires, you know, are often, you know, I want to make more money, I want to have a bigger house, I want to do this. But when you chase after God's heart, you want to give it all up. And that's what I said to the Lord. I said, Lord, you know what? You gave me this flat. You gave me my job. And so if I have to give it all up, Lord, for you, it's not to harm me but because you have a plan and a purpose. And I wonder, just a question really, maybe a few questions, what is stopping you from allowing yourself to be given over to God intimately? What is holding you back? Because for me it was shame, it was fear, it was um, unbelief and feeling hopeless or lack of hope. And all these things get in the way because we feel like we're not good enough to do what he's called us to do. And we feel like we have to be some kind of perfect human being. But if you read the Bible, hello, like there is so many people in the Bible who would just humanly would think, why would you pick them, Lord of all people? But God chose those people for a reason because he came for everyone. He came for the people, um, you know, for the the women who were prostitutes in the Bible. He came for those who were tax collectors. He came for the people that humanly would, would just judge them. But God came, Jesus came, so that we could just really have that intimate relationship with him. So whatever's holding you back, whatever is holding you back from walking into your calling and destiny that God has for you, deal with it. No matter what um relationship you have with someone no matter who your best bud is or how high flying you are in your career or not none of that's going to matter if you do not have a relationship deep with God ultimately as you walk into this next season as you walk into whatever God is calling you, not just individually, but as a collective church around the world. We are coming into a place where we need to be able to persevere, where we need to believe for breakthroughs, where we need to believe that God is already at work. Believing is the biggest challenge because when you believe, you just feel that sense of release. So whatever's stopping you, Whatever's holding you back, let it go. Give it to God. Walk with him on that healing journey. Allow him to speak into your life. Remember what he's done on the cross. Remember what he's done for you personally. Persevere when it feels like you want to give up. And build and have a community of prayerful people. You need God people in your life. Not just good people. Because we can all have good people in our life. And I've got good people in my life. But we need God people. And the reason I say God people is because those are the people that are going to pray for you and go into war and intercede for you and pray for you. They're people who will encourage you and walk with you on that journey. So trust and believe, walk in healing, remember what Jesus did, keep persevering and build a community of people because you're going to need them in any season of your life through the highs and the lows. You want to be able to share the joys with people, but you want to be able to share your sorrows with people. God is in, in relationship. He's in community. He's in, he's in the depth of our beings if we would just allow him to make a dwelling place in us, removing our soul desires of what we want, allowing him to place his desires, the true peace, the true desires and the true hope that comes from him so I hope this has been helpful I know that it's not structured I never am structured to be honest I just allow the Holy Spirit to speak Um, and I will tell you how I get on in the next few months and what is ahead Um, because I know that whatever God is doing it'll be for his glory to help somebody else remember that we are a solution to somebody's problem we are a vessel for Jesus to outpour his love, to outpour who he is into other people, to encourage and develop other people, to bring and inspire people to be the best version of themselves. So until next time, whenever that is, message me, you know, follow me on Instagram on Rani Rain with an E um, on Instagram. And just share your stories with me. I want to hear. Maybe you've got a testimony you want to share um, about what Jesus has done in your life. And I'd love to interview you. So do get in touch with me. Um, and, um, yeah, DM me on, on Instagram or even on here, if, if there's a way to message an anchor, but until then, uh, yeah, take care and, uh, have a good, have a good summer.